Howdy, homies. It's Diana, and this is my second episode of Geek Talk Live-ish from quarantine. And my very special guest this week is Miss Kelly Maroney, whom no doubt you know, 80s icon, and our very special guest on the premiere episode of The Last Raven that aired this week. Thank you so much to everybody that tuned in. It was an amazing return. It was so fun. And thank you so much to Kelly for being part of it and for being part of my podcast. So without further ado, please enjoy my quarantine conversation with the fabulous, wonderful, magnificent icon that is Miss Kelly Maroney. Yay! What is up, homies? I am here with the wonderful, beautiful Miss Kelly Maroney. Hi, thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for being here. Your episode just aired. Thank you so much for being part of it. Oh, it was, I was, thank you so much for having me. It was really a thrill. It's, it is, and you're lovely too. I, I'm so glad to have met you. Yes. I, I did, I, it was so busy. Like we hardly got a chance to talk on set, and but it's it would true. not have been the same if you weren't there. So I'm so glad you could make it out. So they have seen that your outfit. Yeah. Yes, they have. <laughs> <laughs> good, 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 good. Okay, so the, your, um, I'll give you a beat there. Your <laughs> your outfit as me in Chopping Mall rocked. Even you even had oh. the, the bandage. I was so, <laughs> oh my God, I almost choked up. I was so thrilled. And I uh-huh. thought, if I had known you were going to do that, I don't know. I would have. I don't know. I thought I should have, you know, I could have made more of that because it was so amazing. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you approved, but I forgot my like dynamite thing in my bra. <laughs> the <laughs> missed opportunity. Yes, yes. <laughs> Never leave home without it. <laughs> I know. I was like thinking, costume incomplete. <laughs> well, no, seriously, it was not. And what people don't realize is that. You go around and collect all that, all the wonderful things that you do on the show that I've seen you do and that I just saw you do. Um, <laughs> that's all, that's all you. Nobody's there like handing you stuff and saying, do this, do that. It's yeah, all stuff that you buy for yourself <laughs> and you create for yourself and they just let you go, but it's all you. That's not anything, you know, you're the, you're the sole person um responsible I for am that. wardrobe yes and wardrobe <laughs> it's it's incredible you guys you, you can't audience <laughs> whoever's listening you cannot believe what I saw with my own two eyes you wouldn't believe it it's, I was so impressed well, had you ever met Joe Bob before that I had met him um at the Chattanooga Film Festival he was there and they they brought me there and they gave me an award it was a paper mache slice of pepperoni pizza <laughs> and he did some of the some of the how redneck saved Hollywood, and I was stunned. Uh, but before that, he gave me he presented my award, and so that's how I met him. And I thought, wow, you know, I wonder if people, I guess they do realize how smart he is. It's, uh. it's geez, he's so he's like one of the most intelligent people you're ever going to speak to, and. Um, it's insane, really. I don't know if people, I don't think he even gets as much credit as he should because he kind of even dumps it down for the show, I'd say. Like, well, he, he does. Just, like, 
yeah. crazy smart. It's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I mean, the, the joke, it's a character. It's definitely a character. He's, I, I, I was fascinated. And then I also, where else did I meet? Oh, I met him up in Canada. We were, we were doing a convention. And so I met him. Uh, he, Felissa was there. And so I met him. Through oh. the so I thought that one Mm-hmm. Like this last uh, October or something, that one? Um, um, was it last October? Yeah, probably. probably. There was one up there that he was describing that I didn't get to go to, and I was really annoyed. It sounded great. Like Shock and Rock or something like that? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, Rock and Shock. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the one. Um, that's the only one I've done in Canada so far. Um, and, and I didn't know he was going to be there. But, yeah, so that was that was another chance that I got to talk to him a little bit. But other than that, no. In fact, he existed like through the eighties and I really didn't know who he was or anything. If I'd seen him, I didn't put it together that that was Joe Bob, you know, I I might've seen him, but not known it was Joe Bob on TV or something. And so I was expecting like this, you know, uh, fat beer swollen redneck with his stomach (laughs) hanging out of his shirt, you know, because that's what yeah, talking about boobs and stuff like that. I, boy, I said that no. So I, I finally saw like an old rerun of him in the eighties. I went, why did no one ever tell me this whole time that Joe Bob was a babe? I had no yeah, idea I know, right? this whole time. I didn't know it. It was crazy. That oh well, I would have you know I, I should have paid more attention, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I he was, was definitely a babe. I think it was a lot of us had a horror crushes on him back he's, in the day. He's still a babe. <laughs> he definitely he's, is. He's my boss now, so I can't be like, hey. No, I understand. You could probably get sued or something. <laughs> I don't, can you do that in reverse? Or reverse I, me too? <laughs> it could be. I, yeah, I, I would imagine. I, I think we all have to be careful. I'm careful. <laughs> what I say? So uh, when your appearance on the show was so adorable. And like when you sat in his lap and stuff, it was, it was hilarious. Oh, because, okay, I got to explain that. Because I'm, re- I'm really not that much of a forward little slut or anything like that. <laughs> There's but nothing they, wrong with that. But they, <laughs> they said, we got to get Kelly closer to Joe Bob because it was the shot or something. And so I was feeling very mischievous. And I was also trying to prove that I was a lot of fun because I got, uh-huh. I, I got challenged because, um, um, he, you know, I know that he wants shock value and stuff like that. And, and he doesn't want to hear the same old stuff all the time. That's true. That's so, true. And so, uh, um, I mean, I, I just really wanted to do something that was going to surprise him. And so that's why I did it. But basically, I got the idea because they said, I can, we can't, it's two, they call it a two shot when there's two people in the same frame. And said, it's too tight. I can't really see her coming in. It looks weird. And said, I can fix that. <laughs> and I know he didn't see that coming. I know he didn't. It was fun. It was. It was so fun. So currently we're in quarantine. Normally I would love to be interviewing you in person, but we're all like socially distant at the moment. Yeah. Yes, How are you holding up? <laughs> well, I'm kind of a, I, I kind of like to like put around by myself. So I'm. it's not that terrible for me because I have so much, I have plenty to do, but even so, you know, I mean, I'm, I got, you know, I mean, realistically, we're all kind of just taking it the best we can, you know, I mean, I, I don't know, it's always a, a good day for me when I don't have to do my hair and makeup, but <laughs> on the other hand, I don't get to do my hair and makeup, so you start to get a little depressed when you're, you know, you're never fixed yeah. up, 
I don't know why that is. It does affect you. It does. It really does. Even if you put something on that's not like a nighty or sweatpants, you go, hey, I remember that. But you know what? I have no need. I have no, no room to complain. In fact, you should just slap me one right there for complaining because I'm home. I'm able to be home. I don't have to go out and drive a bus and have everybody breathing on me. You know, I got, I got, uh, I'm not starving to death. I have a place to live. Um, knock on wood, I don't have it. You know, I'm being very careful. And I just feel super fortunate compared to some of these other stories. I watch the news and I just cry for these people and the nurses and, you know, and the, the people that have had the misfortune to lose other people. Yeah. I, I can't knock on wood enough here, but thank God that, you know, so I don't want to jinx it either. So far, um, I've come out of this really good and I'm super grateful. Oh, that's an amazing attitude to have. Well, it's true. I mean, nobody I know has, you know, I haven't had to say goodbye to anybody. And I, mm-hmm. you know, gee whiz, there's a lot of, <laughs> I watch a little too much news and I have to get off the news because, um, you know, I have to say, <laughs> yeah, that, that's enough. You have to turn it off now. So watch horror movies. <laughs> uh, are you like a horror movie fan outside of like your own stuff? You I, watch it for fun? I am. I am. When I was a kid, um, um, my mom let me watch a whole bunch of stuff she should have never let me watch. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I used to watch the, like on Sunday, the local channels, they'd have like Frankenstein and Dracula and all that stuff. Ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So I always, that always fascinated me. And then um, um, the birds was on television and I guess, I think she assumed they were going to cut out all the scary parts, but they didn't. And I even said, <laughs> I can't believe you let me watch that. And I can still oh. see that that woman's head being pecked. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the birds. Um, so I watched a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff I shouldn't have watched, you know, but that's okay. Um, and, and I just sort of always liked it. My favorite actress was Betty Davis, who scream queen. You know, For I mean, sure. she got older. She did a lot of wacky parts. Um, <laughs> and I've noticed that, too. Um, you know, it's fun to be the final girl and all that stuff, but that can't last forever. But as you get to be a mature woman, there's some really interesting, like, psycho women. And, um, you know, it's that you're, you're not just doomed to be the mom, although I've, I've played the mom a few times now. But it's not like a death sentence. You still get to play some really cool parts and they're writing really cool parts for mature women now that I don't know if they were then or not because I wasn't paying any attention because (laughs) it's not about me I just tune out (laughs) that's a joke (laughs) that's a joke I I don't mean that seriously um my husband always says that it's not about me I just tune out um I think a lot of us get like that (laughs) well I was very you know I was doing what I was doing and I, I never thought about it you know but um but when I was a little kid, I used to really love her. And I love Susan Hayward, who was not, you know, she wasn't horror, but she was like in a lot of, you know, almost noir stuff. And um, um, then I saw, you know, I mean, horror started, it was, it was always kind of frowned upon, but it was also cool because you'd have your weekend horror movies and there'd be like a host, like an Elvira or every, you know, every region had their own kind of, um, you know, host that was kind of dressed up like yeah. or something, and it, and it became cool to a certain degree. Um, but then um, now, now it's super cool, and people get into show business just to do horror. Where they never did that before. 
people didn't um, wear it because they was getting their foot in the door or, or you know it was something that they could sell and, be, and get to direct something that they wrote or you know it was an actor's way to get some footage on themselves but now people deliberately go into horror and that's that's a huge shift and i think it's great I, I can imagine not wanting to go into horror. <laughs> Is that how you were when you started out? Was it like a like a stepping stone for you? Or? Well, actually, it was more like I need to pay my rent stuff. <laughs> because, okay, I did the, like, the two worst things you can do. First of all, they said never, ever, ever be on a soap opera. Well, the, I go to New York to study at the National Shakespeare Company Conservatory. And what wow. I get, I get a soap opera. And I was afraid to, t- I was afraid to tell my teacher, but anyway, so, so I did that soap opera and then, you know, I was starting to get s- attitudes were already kind of changing because I was be- able to be seen for other stuff like, you know, fast times and stuff. But still, when I got out to California, I had, you know, does she have any film on herself? And I said, well, I got like two years of soap opera. I was like the main character almost. Oh, that doesn't count. What? But- yeah, now you've got, yeah, I know. Now you've got famous, that was even then Joan Fontaine came on the show. I got to work with Joan Fontaine, but still, I mean, it was already changing, but, you know, James Franco wasn't on there or anything at that point, I mean, it was, <laughs> but it was still looked down upon. And so then, um, Uh-oh. I yeah. think I lost you. Oh, you did? You there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still, still here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There you go. There you go. Okay. okay. Oh, I lost God. you on your Joan Fontaine story. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. But still, it was, you know, did I say that? I mean, so like James Franco was not on General Hospital, but I mean, but still there was, you know, Elizabeth Taylor did it. And then the other people. She thought, did? Yeah. She was on General oh, Hospital. Wow. And then all the other famous old time actors thought this is a great way to be seen. Because Elizabeth Taylor had said to Richard Burton, they want me to do this soap opera because she's a huge fan. Do you think I should do it? And he said, if you do, in more in one episode, more people will have seen you than have seen me on stage. Wow. In my that's whole true. life. <laughs> yeah. So she did it. And then like Joan Fontaine came on and all that stuff. But that's just by way of saying that I got to California and it's really looked down upon. And so then um, I didn't really know that... See, the thing is, no one ever tells you anything. So I didn't really know that horror was looked down upon. But there's always, a, I got, you know, um, um, I was I was going to do another movie and it fell through. So I ended up doing that of the comet. And I didn't really, I mean, okay, that's not true. I was going to say I didn't really think it was a horror movie, but I can't say that because I read this script and it was called Teenage Comet Zombies. And I thought, I can't do that. I can't do this movie. But it was so funny. I was laughing out loud to myself on the plane, which, you know, makes you look crazy. But that's how that's how funny it read. It read a lot funnier than that I could play. And, and I wanted to do it because I love the character and everything. And I like the people. And I really did want to do it. And, you know, I mean, I was a trust fund kid. I had to earn a living. I had to put food yeah. on the table. I had to pay my rent. And so that's what I was doing. But everybody's telling me, don't you know, with every step you take, you're destroying your career. And I went, oh, come on, work is work. Because I always had that attitude. And, you know, if I liked something, I would do it. And I was always grateful to get a job. But at that time in the 80s, they were right. They were right. And I, I really oh, didn't see I it. Yeah. So, you know, now I get a huge charge out of horror being cool. And, you know, I mean, who thought like... Decades later, I'd be talking about Chopping Mall. 
<laughs> I mean, that's having the last laugh as far as I'm concerned. Cause I, they, everybody made so much fun of me for having that on my resume and for doing that movie. I, I can't I even show my face. I swear to God. And you know, I, I never thought it was, I mean, I never thought that about it, but um, yeah. Yeah. I remember meeting an agent one time and she looked at my resume and she goes, chopping mall, huh? And she like laughed in my face. So yeah. Oh my God. So now I get to go, who's laughing now? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's really, it's funny. Well, the way I, well, things change. Things change. You know, you can't just go, oh, it's this way or it's that way in the business because it always changes. You just got to do what, what you got to do because it'll change no matter what's going on at that moment. It'll change. Word. So true. Yeah. At what point do you think it changed for you? Like, when did you notice that these were awesome things that you did? <laughs> well, not right away because people would write to me on the, you know, the internet coming on. We didn't really know that people watch these movies and stuff. Um, and then people would write to you when they were able to write to you on the internet and they'd have shrines and stuff like that. We couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't get over it. We, we didn't know anybody knew about this stuff. And then it was, um, um, somebody who was writing uh, for a soap opera magazine said, well, you guys do not realize that while you're off living life and everything, you guys were getting more and more famous from, from well. people. <laughs> we didn't even, yeah, we had no idea. And then we went for that. You're kidding. Um, yeah. But then it just, be, you know, it just became sort of like, I was so energized by that. And I just thought, you know, that's kind of the meaning of life. If you do something that people really enjoy and, and they are touched by it and, and they love it, it means something to them. Then that's the, that's why you live is to touch people like that. So, Aww, you know, I'm kidding, I'm kidding myself if I think I'm going to do anything else with my life. So I gave, you know, I surrendered. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I surrendered. And it was mostly because, because um, I started to realize, I guess it's through the power of the internet. Yeah more than anything else. I mean, I did, I did a convention or two. I was late, a late comer to the conventions. Um, but even then, and I was really surprised then, but, um, the internet was really a mind blower. So as you can see on, um, you know, the, the mutants and everything that the, <laughs> the, the drive-in fans, it's amazing. And it's such a family and, um, people don't realize that there's, there's not another fan base out there. That's like us. There just isn't. Um, it's you crazy you, how like vocal and loyal horror fans are. And it's amazing. Yeah. And Joe Bob was the same way. Like he had no idea when I first met him. Like he's like, oh, no one ever watched the show. No one cares, blah, blah, blah. But here comes the internet. And I can be like, no, sir. <laughs> Have a look. People care. People know the show. <laughs> <laughs> people, you know, getting back to being a horror fan, sometimes people w would be disturbed watching horror movies with me because, like, when the whole um, Final Destination thing came out, Ooh. apparently it was disturbing because something really horrible would happen. And I have this nervous laugh, so I would die laughing. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like oh, my that, God. His head explodes, like, whatever. So... That I guess that that's kind of that kind of creeps people out. But when I'm at, <laughs> when I'm at a premiere or something, you always know I'm there because I'm the first person that goes. Ah! I'm the first jumper, <laughs> squealer, and then something like really is too too tense that I, I will start laughing. So. Oh my god, I can see that bothering people. <laughs> Are you a Final Destination fan? Well, I was just because I couldn't, you know, I, I could not believe how entertaining it was, and then I, I actually got to meet. Um, 
Jeffrey Reddick. So then I was, of course, even more of a fan because I got to meet um, the person who was responsible for it. So um, I love that series. It's so good. I do too. I do too. And then we also got to, um, the Playboy Channel did an episode on their talk show. Me, Lisa Wilcox from Nightmare, you know, and Jeffrey yeah. Reddick. And it was called So Sexy, It's Scary. And they oh. had us on because it was Halloween. So I got to talk to him for quite a bit. And he's a wonderful person. And so, oh, yeah, awesome. was, once, once you meet people and you realize how nice they are, you're even a bigger fan. It's true. You root for them. <laughs> I mean, but what I liked about Final Destination was, you know, from the get go, you're going to be watching people die. And it's just a question of how horrible is it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> and the plane thing is so scary because, like, I I feel like everybody, when they get on the plane, have that moment where it's like, eh, <laughs> little I anxiety. Always, <laughs> I always do. It's like getting on the plane. And I mean, you, you know, when they get on that plane at the end, I. I it's not going to go well. I, I, probably, I probably spoiled this for somebody who hasn't seen it, so I want to be careful. But at the same time, I you know, I don't know if I'm blowing it or not. But when they get on that plane at the end, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And because also there was also a tw- an old Twilight Zone. I'm a, I'm a big um, buff of old horror, too. Same, you know, yeah. Black and white stuff. So there's an old Twilight Zone where that happens, where the, there's this person is scared to death to get on this plane and everyone's like telling you know i'll forget it i'll forget it anyway at the end she's absolutely right so Ah, um, so it is kind of a callback to the twilight zone one but anyway i have digressed more than a person should be allowed to digress (laughs) you say something now i'm doing all the talking oh that's fine we want to hear from you I okay. What what is your favorite set that you've been on? My favorite like, set. Have most fun. Oh oh gosh, it's really hard to say because I have. Um, I mean, it seems like they all would be so much fun. Like I can imagine, like the chopping mall set would be that had to be crazy. It was crazy. Everybody was exhausted, so sometimes things would be funny just because everybody was punchy. You know, like something would happen, like the robot was supposed to be doing something and its arm fell off instead or something. And you're, you're, so, you're so tired. That is everything is hilarious. Um, but I also had a really good time on Night of the Comet because I was really serious about, uh, well, I'm always really serious about my role. But for some for some reason, I guess it was my first something you know juicy to do in Los Angeles. And I didn't know anybody here. I was living in New York. And um so that was the whole thing was kind of real for me because we were out there and nobody's around at night. So it's kind of like we're the only people there and I didn't know anybody. And so mm-hmm. I, I worked with that too, but you know, it was, um, gosh, you know, I mean, I've done so many things. I've done like so many things besides night of the comet and chopping mall, but those are the things people want to yeah. hear about. So that's what I talk about. Um, well, tell us about another one that you, that's under the radar that you want people to check out. Oh, no, I, I'm happy to talk about what people like. Listen, um, I mean, those, those were those. I mean, when I get like um, those action figure dolls of me and different roles that I've done, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit like getting a voodoo doll. I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing, you know, and, and somebody just said I'm actually wearing a chopping mall T-shirt right now. Cause, no way. 
Yeah. And there's all sorts of different styles you can get too. And I said, I would take pictures of myself with them so that they could have them to sell them. Um, and you know, I don't, I look like hell right now. So I'm going to have to get fixed up if I'm going to do that. But, um, I know people ask us to do stuff in quarantine. It's like, eh. yeah. Can you wait till I get my hair cut or something? (laughs) I cut my own bangs. Oh, my. What a mistake. What a terrible mistake. (laughs) I learned a long time ago not to do that. (laughs) Oh, I had to, though. They were, like, down to my, you know, lips. And then, um, (laughs) but it took a couple of weeks, and they sort of grew back. But, I, yeah, I'm not going to try that again. It's just, I'm going to have to be cousin it because. (laughs) That's a great time (laughs) <laughs> because I'm short, because my hair like gets out of control like that, I do look like cousin it when I don't have a good hair. <laughs> my dad called me cousin it. <laughs> Were you a fan of uh, Adam's Family at all? Oh yeah, oh yeah, Adam's Family more so than than um, the Munsters. Although, yeah, the Munsters girl. <laughs> the Munsters theme song plays in my head to this day all the time. And I don't know why. Right? I wanted. I see. I wanted. I wanted the monsters to be scarier. And actually, the Adams family wasn't scary either. But I they know. Were, they were a little bit more goth. No, that's not true either. I don't know. I'll have to I look think at they were. They're a little bit more serious. I think the monsters were a bit more comedic. Kind of, I think. Yeah, they were like broader comedy, I think. But yeah. I watched, I loved both of them. I watched everything. You know, in the Midwest, we have those long winters where there's, you can't go outside and it's like 100 degrees below zero for like nine months. <laughs> and all you do is watch reruns, like whatever's on. It's sort of like being in court. I mean, this is not unusual. It's exactly like this. <laughs> it's exactly like this without Netflix, without Hulu. Without Shutter, you didn't even get to like tune on tune and horror unless they were playing it, and then that was an accident. Now we're so uh, lucky, actually. Think of it that way. I mean, we get to we can sit there and, and watch every horror movie you can find now. I, we have so much entertainment right in our house. Like if we got quarantined in like I don't know eighties, nineties, something like that, we'd be so isolated. Uh, it would be crazy. How much? And we'd be at the mercy of like. Whatever came on TV. Uh, How much of reruns can you possibly watch? Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, you're blessed, actually. You're right. You <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes sometimes it, you also can't deny your feelings. You can't stuff them because it's freaky. And so if you feel sometimes like you just feel like you want to cry, then you just feel like you want to cry. Okay. And then. But, you know, I don't like to wallow in that because I can get really, really, really depressed if I <laughs> so I, no, just, I, I try to not go there, but like not in a denial way, in a healthy way. So I try to keep an eye on myself that way. Um, but it's difficult. It's difficult for everybody. That's one thing we know for sure is no matter how how we're feeling, we know that everybody else out there is probably feeling the same way. Yeah. It's crazy that it's just like the whole world is yeah, walks away it's, at the same you know, time, kind of. It's, it's an insane thing. It's, I never would have thought it would happen. <laughs> nobody thought this was, well, do you know who thought this was going to happen? Obama thought this was going to happen. He told us in 2014 or 15 it was going to happen. Probably going to probably happen. He's what, the really? only person. Yeah, he said the uh, chances are we're going to have a, pan, a pandemic. Oh, they've been playing it on the news. We're probably going to, chances are, 
good that we're probably, hopefully not, but probably going to have a pandemic. But we have, um, we have a, I mean, he, he had the, um, um, all the, you know, the training and everything in place for that. Yeah. At wow. the time. He, he did. I've been trying um, to no. avoid the news. I haven't heard that. <laughs> What's that? I've been trying to avoid oh, yeah. the news. I haven't heard of it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you can find him saying that. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, um, I mean, it's just, it's funny because just when you, when you, when you, your voice came in my earphones, I was like, hi, I'm so glad, <laughs> so glad to hear from you. <laughs> I thought I wouldn't have been anyway, but it's even dearer now because, you know, I don't. And it makes you I'm appreciate just, all those little things you took for granted. Like I have a yes. lot of social anxiety and like cons and stuff were so hard. And now I'm like. Give me a freaking con, man. I am ready. <laughs> like, I am never going to cry about going to a con again. I promise that. <laughs> well, they can be they can be stressful. That is true. That is true. Um, because you want you want to make everybody happy. And, yeah. Um, and there's so many. There's what? There's so many people. And there's so much happening. And it's like, uh it's stressful, yeah, but it's, now I just want to like go give everyone hugs and be like, "Yay, you're here, <laughs> people!" Yeah, yeah I how it's gonna change. Like, if everybody's gonna be scared, like being around each other, and if cons are gonna be different after this. Well, if they sh- if they should be scared, some people aren't scared, and they probably should be a little bit more scared than they are. I don't know. I mean, I have two. Um, that I, I'm, sh- you know, I'm certainly not planning on doing them. I mean, I'll certainly do them if, if we go back to normal or something like normal, but I don't know what's, that's another other thing too, that's, you know, so anxiety producing is we don't know anything. I mean, uh-huh. the truth, truth is we don't ever know what's going to happen to us, but we can walk through life and have, I think we have a pretty good idea, even though we probably don't know, but we can think we do this. We can't even think we do. We don't know. I mean, I don't know what's going to be happening in August. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do Midsummer Scream or not. I don't know. You know, I don't know if I'm going to um, Iowa. I don't know anything. That's true. And you're you're right that, like, we didn't know anything before. This just makes it so obvious. Like, when you have your routine and you can kind of plan, you feel like you're kind of in control. But this just shows us we're so not. We have no idea. No, No, we're not. We are bacteria. Growing on a rock that is hurtling through space. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to call everyone depression right now. <laughs> I'm oh, going to do something happy. <laughs> okay. Please do. Please do. Okay. So, yes. I, I mean, I said that to be evil. I'm sorry. I no, just, I mean, I, it's true. And it's we're all having like these existential moments like right now. Like, we, okay. No, no, no. Something happy. Something happy. Let me think. Magic. Well, just see, magic. So Let's talk about magic. Uh, well, okay, I'm going to be Debbie Dunner. Well, actually, the Magic Castle is closed. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, but one I mean, just, day, one day, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. But I could, I mean, I had so much fun doing your show that when it was time, I could have gone back to the hotel and whatever, and I just wanted to sit and watch. It was so uh-huh. fun. I mean, and I noticed that too from watching the show, you know, that sometimes you could hear people laughing, you know, and I figured it was the crew or whatever, but, and it was, and I don't know, it was so much fun to just sit there and watch people crack up and, 
you know, do whatever uh-huh. it was they were doing. And, and yeah, no, I loved it. If anybody gets a chance to go ever be on that set, you should take it. I don't, you know. We're trying like, to get it to, like, for next season, we're trying to get, like, a live audience and stuff. That would be amazing. Although, I guess maybe this may not, not happen now, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we should, okay. we should go for black humor. Let's let's give up because everything starts to get, like, weird. So <laughs> let's just go for the black humor. Let's just be like, yeah, you have no idea now if you're ever going to have a live audience again. Oh, <laughs> or, or if they're going to be alive for long. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. But, you know, as you're saying that I'm flashing on, on the, you know, how, how the redneck saved Hollywood. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh my, cause that, holy cow. I mean, that man starts talking and he never stops for the, and that's information coming out of his, see, I was fortunate that he was doing it at the Chattanooga film festival. So I got to just watch him do it. I didn't have to like, you know, it was not, it was just like right in my lap. He's a freaking machine. Like, I've traveled with him now and seen that show, like, I don't know, let's say 8,000 times at this point. <laughs> but he will have, like, the longest days. He'll be, he'll just fly in, have crazy flights, be so tired. Like, I have to, like, help him get up the stairs because he's exhausted. But the second mm-hmm. he goes on, it's just, like, bam! And he, like, is so boisterous. And he'll talk for, like, two and a half hours minimum and then stay after the show for another hour or two and say hi to everyone. And... I just don't even know where he gets that energy or that, that work ethic. Like he's so inspiring to me that way. I know me too, because when I, when he first came to the Chattanooga film festival, I thought he looked really, really tired. I said, well, that was the first um, season of shutter. Oh, and, and, and I knew that he was going to be bringing the drive-in back. You know, he said, I knew I was bringing the drive-in back too, but I didn't know I was doing it when I <laughs> <laughs> I guess the schedule is like, you know, triple time what he thought it was going to be. But, you know, again, he, he just like, you'd never, ever know once he gets on stage. I, I think that persona actually does take over. It really, really mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he makes I me step up my game. <laughs> oh, I bet because he's fast. Yes. It's not like he, I didn't. I didn't really feel like I could space out while he was talking to me. Like a lot of some people you can, you can kind of phone it in because you know what they're going to say and you know, not him. Oh no. <laughs> you got to be on your toes. And well, plus, the other because, good thing is that, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, plus be, because, because he's always, you know, he likes things that are going to be different than he's ever heard before. You really have to up your game because he's listening and he's waiting. You know, are you going to entertain me? Or are you going to bore me here? <laughs> and the pressure's on. Pressure's on. You know, but it's like I felt that. It's like I better be very entertaining today. Oh try. yeah, judgmental <laughs> that way. It's like oh, that was such a boring interview or whatever. But the other well, thing though is that he talks so much <laughs> that if you yeah, kind of exactly. just let him do his thing, it's like he entertained himself. So <laughs> my work here is done. I hope I wasn't boring to him. That'd be the worst. But oh my God, I, no, I, you were so fun. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. I hope so. You were. So, I loved you. I loved, I loved it. I just thought it was the best. And then I thought you guys were going to come to the Magic Castle, but everything Aww. that happened, you know, hmm, that's okay. We you know will. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to be. It's going to be maybe not the way it was before, but it will. we'll come back to some sort of you know, I just know that I just know that it's not going to be the same. 
exactly the same. We're going to be more aware now. You know, I've heard them like, saying, we, like we have like six foot rules at the at concerts and stuff where we all have to be like oh, continuously that, no, spaced out. That's never going to go. I mean, you can't I keep know. people. That's never going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. I, I don't, I mean, geez, it's hard to keep six feet away from somebody when you're trying to. What if you forget about <laughs> it for a second? I, I know, in a concert, you, you like yeah. drink and you dance and like, you don't think about Everybody's that. Everybody's tripping on each other and body yeah. slamming. Yeah, no, that's, I don't, I don't know how they're going to do that. I guess they'll find out soon. Hopefully soon, because dang, they keep extending it here in LA. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. However, you know what? If it's not safe, it's not safe. And so I'm going along with it. I'm going along with it because, you know, more so because my health is, I have really good health. But what if I'm walking around giving it to people? That's what I don't want. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't feel anything, but, you know, I was a carrier. And so I infected a thousand people. And, Oh, well, <laughs> do you got to watch the movie contagion? Okay. It's not really horror. It's horror though now because Soderbergh, <laughs> he, he talked to the world health organization and he said, okay, what's your worst nightmare? Walk me oh, through no. every, everything that could go wrong. And they did. And he, I mean, he's, it's very right on the money. And so when you watch it with what's happening now, it's scary. I mean, yeah. you can, cause you go, that's happening. That's happening. That's happening, and it, and it gets a little heightened, you know, because it's a movie. Drama. However, mm-hmm. all these things can happen, and and we're seeing them happen. You got to watch Contagion. I mean, I saw it in the theaters when it was out, and it was a great movie, and it was a great story. But now it's real, and I had yeah, a whole I different experience. It. Did you watch I it? I saw it a long time ago, and I barely remember. I thought it was like fine or whatever, and didn't want to mm-hmm. revisit it. But I've been hearing about it nonstop. Since this happened, yeah. it's a little scary to watch now, I think. But I don't know. Maybe I was, I'll give it a try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should. I mean, I was like, what are you putting yourself through this for, Kelly? Why don't you just watch something like, you know, super scary or, you know, uh, this is too real right now. It's scarier than that right now. <laughs> it, yeah. It, yeah. Um, it was, it was, I was drawn to it. It's like I was compelled to watch it. You ever get, I, sometimes I get when I'm watching, when I'm thinking about, um, Films. I there's a movie that or two or three or five that I'm compelled to watch that night. It's like no matter. There's no question like about a crazy? it. What, yeah, it's no question about. It. I I'm totally going get to that. Yeah, that movie. <laughs> I got to watch that movie. And then I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. Like sometimes I'll be like a you know regular person and just watch movies like you know like a like a regular person. And then other times I go I get like I must see that film. <laughs> I, I got to see like that last movie. night with, I was Tango and Cash of all things. I was like, I have to watch Tango and Cash right now. Like, it's going to happen. I'm going to find it. And it did, right? Did you find it? It did. It's great. I love that movie. <laughs> That's another great thing. I mean, all, the people in our community, you know, we're all on the same page about stuff. It, you know, not, not only horror, like Tango and Cash. I mean, we all understand <laughs> the um the underlying psychology and the hook of watching movies and I don't, I don't know that everyone like for example you're never going to go to a, a convention of romantic comedies and people never like but never go well you know it's a terrible movie but there's something about it I kind of like if it's a romantic comedy or if it's a drama it's like you know 
you can see what they're trying to do. They failed miserably, but you know, I'm still going to watch it and enjoy it. <laughs> they, we don't do that. We only do that with horror. It's like, even, so even, if they, even if they miss the mark, you still got to respect them for trying and you're still going to, you're still going to watch it. Not uh, any other genre. It's really so funny. True. We're like, so in, like forgiving and accepting of, of anything well, yeah. horror related. <laughs> for some reason, when it's, when, when, um, you know, they missed what they were trying to do in another genre. It's not funny. And maybe that's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> sometimes maybe it's more humorous when, when you know somebody's trying to be scary and they fail. <laughs> At least, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, just, I just know how hard it is. It's so scary. It, it's so hard to scare people. It's really tough to be honest scare it is. people. It's a real gift scared by different things so it's it is really hard mm-hmm. most you can really it's, hope for is just to entertain people and if you get scared too yay <laughs> yeah I remember when I because um I read the book The Exorcist and then um I didn't think that I never thought the movie was scary until I, I went home until I went <laughs> home at night and I lived up in Benedict Canyon and I saw it because they had restored it it was a big deal um and I lived up in Benedict Canyon in a little um place all by myself and it was you know it's like I don't know why that movie never scares me the book is so scary and then I'm standing in my bedroom and I start to hear tubular bells in my head and I was terrified oh, and I don't shit. even know where it came from <laughs> like oh no the, the devil is here <laughs> I mean for real and I don't even know where it came from it must have been a process itself through my subconscious mind and then just like jumped out when I was alone I don't know um, I can see that being freaky. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, it plays with your mind. I think that's what's so fascinating about it too. It's some people like that slow and steady dread that scares them. Other yeah, people, that's not my thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other people, I mean, I'm a sucker for it. If you make me jump, even if I know you're going to make me jump, although it's better if I don't know I'm going to jump. Um, it is. It's like all of a sudden, ah, <laughs> out of nowhere. But even though, I mean, if you watch a certain number of horror movies, you know, okay, there's a rhythm to this. And so now we're going to have a, a scare pretty soon. But if it's a good it's scare. Still it. Yeah. It still works. Yeah. At least on me, and it sounds like on you, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I loved your outfit so much. I'll never forget that. Oh, I'm so glad. I mean, because that that sucker is hard to find. I tried to recreate it. Really it was. I know because I it's, it, the clothes are so out of date. The pants are so <laughs> tight, and the and the little sweater. It's like you know, so they don't make sweaters look cropped like that anymore. And then it that blouse was true. the worst. The blouse was the worst thing to find. I find something was kind of like it, but not really, because I took pictures of the with the um the Blu-ray when it came out, and I thought it would be funny and and kind of. Oh, I saw those, yeah. That outfit was hard to find, so I knew how hard to find it was when I saw you in it. It wasn't (laughs) like I had already experienced it myself, so you got every single point possible for, like, impressiveness with that one because I just did it myself. Oh, thank you. It was definitely a lot harder than I was expecting. I was like, oh, a pink sweater and some khakis, no problem. Uh, (laughs) Nope. And you know, I, I didn't even I didn't even find the shoes at all. But I did find the shoes, but they're like two hundred dollars, and I was like, no, 
jealous. Same. <laughs> I found some that were like close enough. I'm like, this will be fine because I'm not paying 200 bucks for a five second bit that I'm doing. <laughs> that's right. So I found some that were different, but they lit up. So I thought, okay, close. Ooh. Nobody think. Nobody <laughs> thinks that. I'm, you know, I, I went back in time to be that person. <laughs> Everybody knows it's me now. So <laughs> I'm not going to shot, you know, I'm not going to disappoint anybody. They know it's me now. <laughs> so, all right. I, I got one kind of goofy question for you. Oh, yeah. Please ask me anything. I'm just yakking, all yakking, right. yakking. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? The killbots or the zombies from Night of the Comet? Oh, oh, easy one. The killbots. Oh, that's what I thought too. Yeah, the killbots <laughs> definitely. The the zombies. Yeah, the zombies are kind of whack, and the I mean they they're confused in, in Night of the Comet. If you ever, I, I think they're kind of confused. I agree. They all, I think it's they, totally killbots, but that's a debate that you hear people saying. But to me, it's so obvious. So I I'm oh, glad you agree with that. <laughs> oh yeah, because the robots are on point. They know what they're there to do. And I think that the zombies somehow are still kind of in shock about being zombies or something. I mean, we, Tom didn't really realize he was making a zombie movie. Really? I mean, <laughs> he's, he's very humble. And so when you hear him interviewed, you think, hey, Tom, you didn't, you don't sound like you realized much when you're making this. <laughs> and that's not true. That's not true. But because um, I know he was, um, he's super brilliant. But um, he, he did make that point too. He said, yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm unclear as to why they why he made a zombie movie when he didn't really know that he was making a zombie movie. <laughs> I, well, it worked I, out. Yeah, you know? I, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to think too hard about that. <laughs> I've never th- see. That's the thing too is I start talking about this stuff, believe it or not, and I always think of something or somebody says something to me that I've never heard before or never thought of before. For example, um, who, where was I? I was um, they were playing out of the comet at a, at a film festival. And afterwards, the guy said to me something about, um, and your character wasn't at all um, shocked or, or as we would say now, triggered by the fact that people are having sex like three feet away from you behind you. And I went, oh, it never occurred to me until just now. (laughs) (laughs) And to me, in my mind, they were farther away than that. But no, the minute he said it, I went. Oh, he's right oh, there, yeah. right behind us the whole time, like three feet away. I mean, <laughs> and we're like, da 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 da. <laughs> you'd think if you'd go up and go in the other room or something like that, but no, we didn't. And so, so isn't that weird? Because from the 80s till now, it's the first time I noticed that. That is weird. We would yeah, say the horror fan, so uh, observant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, they face horror fans see stuff about those movies that. They're they're always impressing me. That, same, that I didn't same. notice. Yeah, I was. Like I will think I know a movie so well, and then people come up with things. I'm like, wow, you paid a lot of attention. <laughs> yeah, how many times did you watch it? Because I thought I watched it a lot, but I never saw that before. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know. There's, you know, it's the horror fans are very bright too. For sure. They, they're very bright and observant. They notice stuff like that. So I'm, I think you get a more casual viewer with most other genres. But these people are intense. and, and we, we live for this stuff, man. We just devour it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's very on purpose when they're watching it. It's not just like, oh, what's on? Uh-uh. Word. <laughs> Every time I talk about them, I think, I got I to gotta make another horror movie or I got to go online and talk to some horror fans or something. It's exciting. Uh-huh. I love it. I know. I never is thought there, I'd have this. Hmm? 
Oh, sorry. I was just, is there anything new coming out that, you, that you're going to be doing? Soon? Yes. I've got, um, I've got an HP Lovecraft movie coming out. Ooh. Um, it's called, the, it's called the, um, the Deep Ones, or I think, or it might be called The Old Ones. I'm not sure. It's, it's about, you know, the old ones. And um, <laughs> everybody knows what that is. Um, and so uh, oh, it's, too, yeah. <laughs> it's an adaptation of it for modern day and, and um I really love my part in that. And I've got this thing called um this movie called Exorcism at sixty thousand feet. It's an en- ensemble thing. It's coming it's gonna be released May fifth, I think. But oh, everything wow. is going on streaming now because um there's no theater. So but that's got a that's got Lance Henriksen, Bill Mosley, um wow. Adrian Barbeau, me, Biling, um, who else? I mean, I, I'm forgetting somebody. Amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like if you see these people all get on a plane and they're not going to convention, don't get on that plane. Something terrible is <laughs> going to happen. Unless they're all going to, you know, Comic Con or something, then you know what's up. But <laughs> Which also just, got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so there's that one, and then they, and then I, I did another one called Blowing Up Right Now, which is it was at Dances with Films, and it's out now too. But it, I think they're trying to put it on Netflix, but right now it's on on i Apple, I think, or iTunes. It's on. Yeah. Shoot, it's streaming someplace. Um, and that's about the end of the world. So I just play the guy's mom, though. It's kind of like a cameo, and then I, I'm I'm he keeps talking to me on Skype. Um, and then I got one uh, about the nineties, a video it's called the video store and it's in conjunction with an escape room, which is another thing we can't do. Um, so it's about aliens and stuff like that. And then on one that we had our premiere canceled, but it's going to be online. I think that we're going to do an online premiere where we're all going to be online and talk, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know that for sure, but I think sometime later this month, we're going to do that. Um, and that is about, um, um, a comet type thing hitting Los Angeles of all things. <laughs> it's like, I, I really feel like I got lucky because every time the world ends, it's like, where's Kelly Maroney? Call her. We got a comet hitting the earth here for she <laughs> get her over here. <laughs> it's just one disaster after the other, but you know, I kind of like that. I, I'm a disaster survivor. That's cool. Hi, back again with, with <laughs> Kelly Maroney. Part of the, the apocalypse world we live in is that electronics are not exactly perfect right now. So <laughs> yeah. Wi-Fi is slow as heck and all my lights just blinked and turned out. And so I lost you for a minute, but we are back. I thank you for your patience and I can't wait to hear what happened while you were still on. And I was, <laughs> well, I was kind of talking to myself out loud, trying to figure out what happened. So I'm sure in, in a weird way, it might be kind of entertaining. <laughs> it's very apocalyptic. Is she on? Are you there? Are you there? Hello? You better stay on. Should I hang up? I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You know, you know uh, one day I'll be playing that. I did see old lady that does not know what's going on. And pays so you're practicing. <laughs> but, um, okay, so oh, you were asking me about stuff I got coming out. And I was saying right. that, um you know, no, nothing's going to be out. We can't even have premieres, so everything's going to be mm-hmm. streaming. So um, let's see. I told you about um, um, blowing up right right now, right? With the one. I think that's, that's what we're on because that's on the okay. iTunes one. Told you about that. And then did I tell you? And then what else did I tell you? About? Oh, I, I did a I did a comedy thing. I was playing a um 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 um, um uh, a cougar. 
mm. with probably some kind of a severe drinking problem um, <laughs> called uh, Corky All Grown Up, and it actually won a comedy festival award. Best kind oh, of comedy. Okay. I know, that was cool. And then what else do I have coming out? Oh, The Exorcism at 60,000 Feet, which has um, Lance Henriksen, Adrian Barbeau, Bill Mosley, um, Kevin J. O'Connor, um, me, um, Biling. Um, I know there's, it's just a whole bunch of people that, um, that, you know, that a horror, that's horror. Yeah. Horror genre people. And then it's, it's kind of, I, I think of it as a stoner comedy. It's like one of those things that stoners will put on and go, <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> some of the comments kind of, kind of gross. Some of it's kind of gross, but, um, you know, that, that debuts on May 5th. Sorry. I think it's going to, yeah, I think it's going to be available on May 5th. Um, we should do like a Twitter watch party or something. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe we should. There's going to be a watch party for a thing I did called um, a well-respected man. And it's a, it's a shorter thing, but it's about, guess what? Um, there's a, something, a meteor or a comet that's going to hit <laughs> the earth. I know, I know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, the world is going to end. Something's going to hit the earth. Where's Maroney? Get her over here. <laughs> um, and then let's see. Oh, then I got a cute thing. Um, so we're going to do an online premiere of that. And we're going to try to have everybody on talking about it. Um, awesome. Yeah, so th that comes out, and there'll be a link to it, and I'll I'll invite people to come if you want to, because it's it For won't sure. be too long or anything like that. And then I got this thing called the um, it's just called oddly enough the video store, and it's it's got a, a escape room that goes with it, none of which we can do right now with mm -hmm. the pandemic. Um, but it's it's like a love letter to <laughs> I know, love letter to the '90s. This is a time when when my um. Sick and dark sense of humor, black humor really kicks in for me because. Oh yeah, we're trying to know. It's like I never knew she was so evil. I thought she was sweet. <laughs> Man, she's really evil. Um, Way to get tight. <laughs> and so it's about aliens, and um, I'm a single mom, and it's it's they're. Very, I mean, I had a pager. We had a pager fall out oh, of my wow. purse. Yeah, and I still have it. I'm looking at this. I have it in my hand right now. I forgot oh, all about them. I couldn't even tell you how to work this thing right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's... It looks so weird when you look at them now. It's like, what was this? Yeah, how do you even do this? I mean, we were laughing at people who didn't know how to work a rotary phone, but I don't know how to work <laughs> this thing. So, very funny. Ha, ha, ha. And there's something else, too, but what is it? Oh, so I told you about the deep ones. Um, that's H.P. Lovecraft, and I've always mm -hmm. wanted to do an H.P. Lovecraft movie. So, and all of the characters are based on this. It's a very close, very closely follows um, the Chitula story, you know. So, but in modern day, Thanks. and and um, um, I, I don't. It seemed to be it seemed to be a really good feeling on set. So, and I haven't seen any of that yet. So, and then, you know, I was trucking along with my life and then all of a sudden there was a pandemic and <laughs> <laughs> just like everybody else, just like yeah. everybody else. Um, Did a lot of stuff get canceled for you? Oh yeah. A couple of, well, yeah. you know, it's a really weird thing. I did it. There was a convention and then, um, and I was, the pandemic was just sort of starting to hit and where I was going, it wasn't there yet. But then by the time, the next morning, you know, uh, when I was going to get set to do the convention, it was there. And I was kind of kidding. Oh, I brought it with me. No, I mean, you don't even kid about that. Yeah. 
the time. I mean, you could sort of kid about it. You can't kid about it now. And then I was supposed to do one in Canada. And I thought, I can't go to Canada because um, you know, I have responsibilities here. And what if they close the border? Things I noticed mm-hmm. things were happening so fast. It's like, you know, one hour, everything is fine. And the next minute, everything shut down. I it's true. Go. Oh, my God. So I, I kind of said, I don't think I should go. And then sure enough, the Canadian government came in and closed it. So I didn't, wow. they decided that for everybody else. And um, so, um, you know, everything, I mean, just like everybody else, everything is not happening. We'll see what happens later on in the year. It's going to do Midsummer Scream here in Long Beach. My, um, um, It's always a great show. But we don't know, you know, in August. <laughs> and then there's Fingers a crowd. Yeah. That is a fun one. <laughs> yeah, and then there's something called a Halloween. It's a I've never been to Iowa before. This will be my first time to Iowa, if that I, I mean if we're okay by then. And um, I mean, little things now, like somebody wrote to me and they said, um, um, we represent people, we take them to the UK and European shows, and we'd like to sign you up. And I said, and I said, it just represented to me like, oh yeah, someday I can, I've never been to the United Kingdom. Someday I might actually make it, you know, someday I might go to Europe. Things will resume. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or not, but you know, I mean, probably, <laughs> probably they will. I know. I think that um, we should just take it really easy and make sure that we don't, you know, everything they say that in that Spanish flu of 1918, that the same thing happened. Everybody got sick of it, and they're like, "Come on, we want to celebrate. We're, we're you know, we, you know, we, we got to get back to work, and we want to um, the, the the war people and all that stuff." I don't know the exact story. Forgive me. They went outside, and sure enough, bang, right back. And wow. so I'm happy to just wait until it's really safe, so that and and like I said, I'm the I I don't want the guilt because I'm the kind of person that probably wouldn't get sick but would be spreading it all over the place. So, and I don't want that. Um, so we're, you know, I'm just going to wait. That's all we can do. And I'm going to, you know, there's no point in like having a bad time because you got to do it anyway. So I'm just trying to enjoy myself as much as I can. Um, I certainly have time to watch a lot of things I meant to watch and to do yeah. online classes that I've been meaning to take and, you know, put on. Oh, <laughs> um, well, I like to, well, there's acting stuff, and then I like to study legal stuff, and then I also like to study um, forensics. <laughs> For what? Forensics. Oh, wow. So, I know. And, boy, <laughs> she turned out to be a real weirdo. Did you hear? <laughs> That's a good thing. We love weirdos. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, just um, things that I, just you just never have time, you know, by the time you do yeah. your day. and and you, you do all your correspondence and you do what you're supposed to do at this, the end of the day. Actually, if I was doing everything that, um, that I wanted to do, I still don't have enough time to do it, but that's just it's, how, you know, that's it's true. And it's weird, yeah. but it's like, we don't have to feel guilty about doing stuff like that now. Like before I feel like I should be doing something for work instead of just right. enjoying myself and taking it easy. And I was like, eh. This is kind of what right. I'm supposed to be doing. So I don't feel bad watching Tango and Cash right now or whatever. No, you shouldn't. And you <laughs> totally deserve it. You know, I, I mean, in a way, you know, this is just me that I have to worry about. But, you know, I don't even know if I had children. That's a whole different scenario. So I can um, imagine with like very, my sister is, it has three little, little kids and they're all stuck in there all day. And I'm like, ooh. 
Ooh. Half hour diet, lady. <laughs> Ooh. And then if you have to homeschool, yes. Oh, Lord. And she's actually in the UK and they were supposed to be moving back in like June or something. And they're told they can't do that anytime soon. So well, that, we don't know what's going to happen with that. That's the problem with it, too, is even if we could travel, then they say, well, they're going to quarantine you two weeks after you get there. And then when you try to come back, then you got to get quarantined here another two weeks. I mean, who's going to do that? Oh, yeah. I mean, we have, okay, we, have to, we have to finish on a high note. What's the <laughs> okay. happiest thing we can say right now? What's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, 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 um. So, you know, if you guys ever did Night of the Comet, I would totally come back if you wanted me to. Yeah. Oh my God! We one we have to do night the comment, and two you definitely have to be back. Yeah, I had I love you guys so much. I mean, I oh, just, we love you too. I just resonate with you guys so much. Um, it was I I swear I feel so bad that we didn't get to hang out much, but it was so fun while you were there. And I would just I would look over and see your face and go like, yay, and it looked like you were not bored. I'm like that's good. <laughs> no, I wasn't bored at all because you guys are speaking my language, you know. And you, I love watching you guys together because your your whole chemistry is so funny. Um, Aww. <laughs> really, when you get annoyed with him, it's hilarious. Somebody has to. Somebody must get annoyed with him. You're the perfect person to do it. Um, yeah, I'm not scared to get annoyed by him anymore. <laughs> when I first started, I was so intimidated by him. It's like, ah, uh, the great and mighty Joe Bob. And now it's like, ugh, come on. Uh, not again. You're, you're real to me now. <laughs> not with that argument again. Oh, here he goes. <laughs> exactly. Especially, like, as much traveling as I have to do with him, that's like, ugh, really? Uh, another story, please? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but that's awesome. I mean, there's a, there's that's something on your list of things you probably never thought was going to happen. That's very true. It's very strange because I actually, the quarantine reminds me of um, when I used to be, I got married at like 15 and to an abusive guy who kind of kept me in a room for like oh five God. years. I talked about it on the show a little bit. Yeah. On the, on the Christmas special. I and, have uh, a link to that. I'd love to hear it. I heard that. Yeah. You- it. it I heard that you did it's, a really good show where you really talked about personal stuff and everybody was just talking about her. Yeah, that's, that's I didn't probably see what it was. He kind of made us, like, get personal on the... He was, like, having a sad Christmas because we invited, like, Elvira and Spingoli, but they couldn't do it. So he was just like, we're just going to make this a bummer Christmas because I'm feeling bummer. <laughs> so he was like, you have to tell the story. And he made me tell it. He's like, I'm just going to be, like, really tally if you don't, whatever. So the story was of, of that and my, like, abusive ex and how I got away from him because, like, I was like, well, we have to turn a happy twist on it because it's Christmas. But the point was that, like, so it felt like quarantine then because I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do anything. All I had was TV. And what I had was Joe Bob. Like, um, I would watch that every Saturday night. And he was there, like, my, like, one friend. It was like he would be there every Saturday. Oh, and so now wow. it's like, wow. <laughs> now oh. you're, like, my real-life friend. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. It, it's, like, if I had known back then that one day – even that I'd be in quarantine again, and that he'd still be my like go-to friend. Like, <laughs> well, you kind know, of, kind of crazy. <laughs> you probably caught, you probably conjured it up. You probably conjured it up. Aww. I bet you did. I mean, it's the no. I don't believe in any accidents in this world. You know, how'd you get away mm-hmm. from that guy? Oh, that's a long story. But um, okay. I basically had to try to like. I ran away and had to fight with him and hide, and he kidnapped my kid for a year. And, oh, my God. Uh, and they kept running away with him, and I had to keep trying to find him, but I had no way, no claim 
So I just kind of was chasing. Uh, it's a long story, but okay. eventually I did. <laughs> I shouldn't have asked you. That, pro- that's not, no, it, I don't mind talking about it at all. It's just like, that's not going to end on a happy note. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, it is because look where you are now. It's, it's, that's true because mm. things are definitely much better. And my, my son's much better now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they don't look, I mean, I think they do know how lucky they are to have you on that show. I mean, talk about going the extra mile. You're going the extra thousand miles every single day. <laughs> they are, thank you. I, I wish that, if they haven't yet, I wish they'd start paying you for that stuff. <laughs> I do, too. I do. I do. If, if you ever it's think so it would low budget, like, it's just, I'm just happy to be able to do whatever I can. So. Okay, but... Uh, you know what? This will lead to other things, though. I bet. I bet this will eat, lead to other things that will pay, you know, pay you a decent salary. Although, having said that, you know, nothing pays what it used to pay in the business. I mean, Word. it's just, <laughs> if you were to told me, I mean, everybody goes, if you would have told us this, we would not have believed you. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, like, crazy how much you have to do for, like, no pay or, like, yeah. hardly yeah. any pay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you but know, we do it because we love it. <laughs> well, yeah, they try to stop us, you know. That's why they have to exactly. have unions. They have to have unions because otherwise <laughs> everybody would be doing it for free. And that's the truth. So, that yeah. True. And they'd yeah. be forcing us to do it for free. <laughs> right. All right. So, um, it, it's just it's just a way of life. Um, so I'm trying to think of something well, really happy to end on. Um, okay. Okay. Um, What's the very first thing you're going to do when you get completely free? Come and visit you guys. Oh, yay. <laughs> I'm going to come come and visit you guys and crash your set and go, I'm here. <laughs> Dude, oh, absolutely anytime. Just come walk on set. I don't care. <laughs> It'd be so great to see you guys in person again. Um, oh, for real. First I got it. First I got it. Oh my God. What I have to do to put myself back together again. First I got to go get my roots done and a decent haircut. You know, all those things that just went to seed in these ways, just because you can't, there's nothing you can do. It's not where you can't really do it yourself. Um, uh, I know. Bang. For me, it's last extensions. I have like three lashes hanging on for dear life. And I'm like, God, dang it. Just somebody filling my lashes. Me too. And nobody <laughs> told me that when I took them off, I wasn't going to have any real lashes left. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. I, exactly. I don't want to like rip them out myself. So it's just like, whatever. I, I, knew I was that, like this. I knew to not rip them out. But so I just let them fall out and it was really irritating, but I just let them fall out. But even so, I had them on for like almost a year straight because I got addicted wow. to having lashes. I just was addicted <laughs> to it, you know. Every time they, no. I, I, I would try to squeeze them out so they'd last about six weeks and then go and get them filled in again. And I, everybody told me, oh, you're not going to be able to stop doing it. And they it's were, right. they were <laughs> And so now... I got like maybe three of them that won't come off. And then in the meantime, I had like not, not bad lashes myself, but they were blonde, you know, like not that yellow blonde, but you just couldn't see, you can't see them unless you put mascara on them. They're gone. They're just, <laughs> they're gone. So now I gotta let my real lashes grow back in. Gotta get my roots done. Gotta get a haircut. I mean, <sighs> it's just, you know. Does the pandemic know what it's doing to our beauty routine? <laughs> no. Like no, totally I'm, inconvenient. Well, something, I mean, <laughs> You're lucky if there's things that you can do by yourself. But, you know, as a blonde, I can't even spray that stuff in my hair because it doesn't work on blondes. It only works to make your hair darker. 
So, um, but on the right side, no one cares right now. So. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. And it's amazing if you have to be on, on zoom or something, you can probably hide a lot of stuff. As long as <laughs> Don't put your head down. <laughs> it's true. It's forgiving. Wear a hat. <laughs> No, right. we're, we're I think kind of happy. Um, kind of happy. We were laughing. We were laughing. Um, um, yeah. So that's the first thing I'm going to do, and I'm going to. It's going to be so fun to go and have dinner or lunch with people and meet up and have coffee. Uh, and, isn't I'm it? I would go to a movie in the theater with like a crowd of people. <laughs> oh my gosh! Which is the best way to see a movie? Yes. Always like watching it online premieres and stuff are fine, but like you're missing so much. <laughs> yeah yeah and, and I like the whole all the accoutrements too like I got like to get a diet coke and well yeah. you know all that stuff and um it's I like when people get up and they say something before the movie and after and all those things although I well, do what, you know what I do like about this is if you have to go to the bathroom or something you can pause that's true yeah that's a really good feature <laughs> <laughs> And also, if I if it's an accent or something, I can't understand what they're saying. I put subtitles. I slap the oh, subtitles on right away, especially if somebody's mumbling or if they have an accent. And I go, I just I don't know what that guy just said. I just flip on the subtitles. I'm not embarrassed. Have you seen the gentleman? <laughs> what? Have you seen the gentleman? I didn't hear you again. I'm sorry. What? The gentleman. Have you seen that? No. No, because okay. I didn't know what it was. I had to subtitle the heck out of that. It's so, like, Cockney British, like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, <laughs> I do not understand anything that's happening. <laughs> that's a very difficult accent to understand. And, you know, sometimes they don't get it either. Whoever's subtitling it didn't hear it, and they just don't yeah. put it. And you and know that's hilarious. Yeah, it's very hard because you know they said something. Sometimes you know what it was, and they missed it. <laughs> I used to think that'd be a fun job to have, like just t you know type things out for for the deaf and ha do the subtitle thing. That's really a hard job. Forget it. Really I is. Could, you know, you gotta be super quick. What's a job that you th thought would be like a cool, slick, easy job, fun job that you realize now would be a horrible job? <laughs> I have no idea. Mail well, girl. What? <laughs> Mail girl for Chevron Briggs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I kind of like being a final girl, but I'm transitioning into being like, you know, a, a grand dame, although I'm not very grand dame, but I better get grand dame. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'll just play crazy. Nobody really wants to see that. Um, no, we totally do. Play crazy. <laughs> I think I'll become like a crazy old bat like Betty Davis someday. That would um, be amazing. <laughs> right now, I'm mom. I have a lot of moms, but um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I played this this part that I'm doing in in the deep ones is that nobody's ever seen me do anything like this before, so that's cool. Oh, I can't wait to see it then. Anything like there's you know, the, I've never done anything like this before. I mean, I'm walking out there with like no hair and makeup, no nothing. I'm going, oh, why, nice. why did I let them talk me into it? <laughs> <laughs> then I saw some of the stills and I was like. Oh, no, 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 no. But of course, <laughs> of course, of course, it's yes, 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 yes. Um, but when is that one coming out? I don't know. They're editing it right now. And then H.P. Lovecraft, um, I, I put us on on a fan club, you know, and, and all of a sudden they wrote back to me and they said, would you be ready for the um, H.P. Lovecraft Film Festival um, in the U.K. in the fall? And so Ooh. 
I, I put them in touch with the with the director who like never talked to them for for some reason. And so I I asked them. I said, do you, the editor. I said, do you think you'll be ready? And he goes, hell yeah. Nice. So um, yeah. So hopefully that will happen. Hopefully that will happen. <laughs> um, anyway, I, other than that, I just plan to continue to make movies where the world ends and. And, you know, um, <laughs> I demonstrate survival skills. And <laughs> and we will be there to watch every bit of it. It's fun. It's fun to do. You know, I never wanted to play a victim. I hated that. And so I never did. I mean, I did a couple uh-huh. times on TV and I really hated it. I really hated it. Um, but <laughs> in, the, in the 90s, it was, it was in to be a victim. There were a lot of victim parts. And I tried to go along with it, but I thought this is not what my idea was of having a career yeah so yeah I did they were like you know it's like they never wrote them before they didn't know what you were talking about it's like what do you mean what is this badass you speak of (laughs) (laughs) you're a girl don't you get it (laughs) yeah it really like regressed it's like you either stand there and I'm not like the girlfriend type I'm more of a character so I'm not going to get those parts where you look pretty and stand next to the guy um, or you get to be the victim, like who cries and commits suicide and whatever. And I hated it. And I just kind of went, oh, my gosh, what happened to my business? What happened to our, our industry? What happened to the movies? And But, you know, I came back. Sorry. Yeah, I'm glad it's not like that anymore, really. Yeah, I don't even, I can't remember, I don't know what came over those people. And it lasted a few years. Um, but you know, I mean, you knew exactly what I was talking about. And so, yeah. So who knows, you know, it's all in the zigheist. People get this, they all get the same idea at one time, you know? And that's why every time a movie comes out, like three or four people say, Hey, you stole my idea. Mm -hmm. And maybe probably didn't, but it's like that hundredth monkey theory where it's an idea. It's floating out there in the ethers and a couple of people have it. And then somebody writes a really good script, probably somebody, a couple people write like a not so great script. And, um, but they all think that they stole it from each other because we all end up thinking that, you know, why don't you? Why? It's, it's because we're all one. Huh. <laughs> That's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Do, 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 do. I know. <laughs> So I talked to Kelly Maroney and she's obviously lost her mind during the quarantine. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> no, I love it. I love the way, the way you look at things. It's awesome. Well, I love the way you look at things, too. I just really am glad to meet you. And I hope to Me see too. you again very, 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 very soon. Me, too. But I think we'll be out and free. <laughs> if you guys ever need me for anything, you know, you just holler. I We're going to call. We're going to figure out something <laughs> for you. Like, Melissa is the mangled dick expert. We're going to figure out something for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, whatever right. you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. The well, end of the world expert. <laughs> we know there are actually a lot, of, but not a lot of horror movies where it's the end of the whole world. It's just the end of a couple of people's world. <laughs> I'll figure out the best way. We got it. Either way, either way, I'll be back whenever you guys want me, or for whatever you know. And we will when the Magic Castle reopens. We're there. Aww, I yes, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to meet your son too. What is his name? Aww. now? Alexander. Alexander. That's right. I knew that. 
I hadn't thought of oh, it. In nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm looking forward to meeting him too. And, yeah. um, we have things to do and places to go and people to see. So and stuff to look forward to. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And in the meantime, you know, it's very cozy. We're able to sit on the, on the, not exactly the phone on the earphones and chat. And it, <laughs> it's almost like you're right here. Yeah. Kind of. But kind yet of. we're not infecting each other. So <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we're not infecting each other this way. So it's That's like right. we're visiting. Safely. That's right. That's right. That's right. And you're not judging me for my shoes or, you know. <laughs> that's what I normally do. It's like, oh, my God. Did you see Veroni's shoes? Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely benefits to this. What are you going to watch tonight? What are you going to watch tonight? I have left that up to my son. As soon as I get off here, I told him to like be picking it out, and we will sit down and watch whatever he chooses. Uh, what so. do you think he's going to pick? Something old. He loves old, old, old movies. I do too. Yeah. Not even I, always horror though. Like he's been watching all these like musicals from the thirties and then he's like, Oh, he oh does? God. Yes. Oh my goodness. Like, really? So he's a <laughs> okay. TCM fan. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, yes. Listen. He was so sad that the, it got canceled at the festival. Well, they're gonna have something <laughs> online. I'd love to go to yes. that thing too. I never I never end up doing it, but I'd love to go to that thing. I love TCM too, and I I always record stuff that I've always wanted to see. Like I never saw The Lady Vanishes, and they had it on, so I recorded it. I'm totally with them on that one. And you know, Netflix just got a hold of a couple of libraries that are really good, like Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton. Oh, really? A whole bunch oh, of yeah, that's up his alley. <laughs> I retweeted it. I was so impressed. I retweeted it right away. Oh wow! Well, I'm gonna watch The Lighthouse, mm. which it's kind of like a horror movie, I guess. I never saw it. And, you know, I get screeners and stuff for, from um, the union and stuff like that um, during award season, but we didn't have the lighthouse. So I'm going to check it out. I, I think you're going to like it. Uh, from what I've heard, it's not really up my alley, so I'm not in a rush, but oh. let me know what you think. <laughs> I will. I will. I got a couple of scary ones, too, that were on, were on cable, and I, I, um, I think HBO, and I taped them. I didn't like take what? them. I, you know what I did? I recorded them. All this old-fashioned language. <laughs> What's a tape? Oh, <laughs> it's adorable, though. <laughs> no, but I got some scary stuff, and I got some stuff that I've been meaning to see. I don't really, okay, I know this is cheap on my part. I don't really want to pay $20 to rent a movie. That and watch it. I watch really it. fine. Yeah, and watch <laughs> it on TV. I really don't. Like, I really want to see The Invisible Man. Hmm. And um, but it's like twenty bucks right now to rent it, right? Yeah, I can wait. I'll see it when it's you know, and I'll enjoy it just as much. That <laughs> I don't know, I'm, but I have got plenty to watch, and it sounds like you do too. And, All right. Um, well, enjoy the lighthouse. <laughs> thank you. Are you stuck in Los Angeles too? Yes, I am. Yeah, you are. You are. Well, if you ever get bored, call me. Aw, thank you so much. And likewise. Okay. <laughs> I just realized what I'm talking to. I don't really talk to many people anymore. You think that I, here I am. I'm never shutting up. It's like, I can't get her <laughs> off the phone. <It's, laughs> so anyway, if you want to, please feel free. Yeah. Look at, see, like I'm, looking, I'm looking at our little streams and it's all me talking. All of it is Kelly, 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 Kelly. A little but bit of Casey. That's the point. Casey. It's an interview <laughs> of you. We want to know about you. Oh, my goodness. You wait, and now you know way too much about me. It's going to be like, oh, my God. Get her. Please, I could talk to you for another hour. 
<laughs> we probably could, but that's because that's because we're we're in tune. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that. Oh, I don't know. You know, I was going to say I might clam up, but I usually know that I'm supposed to be talking, and so I just start talking, and God only knows what I'm going to say. But I know that I'm supposed to now. So not everybody's a great interview. Like you're an experienced interviewer, but some people, it's a gift. <laughs> and some, some people don't have it. And you just, you know, that if you let them leave that they're, that it's, you know, so you just start talking and hope for the best. And, and they're always really happy that you did that. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> well, you I am happy for that. You were an excellent interview. Oh. <laughs> Au contraire. It was you. It was all of you. Well, have a we good night. We are so great. We are. We are. Um, all right. You're amazing. Thanks so much for being here. And thanks so much for being on The Last Drive-In. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me on The Last Drive-In. I had a blast. Uh, it was better than I even thought it was going to be. And it was so exciting. And I Yay. didn't tell anybody. Oh, and I was, about ready. Okay. I, was, I was about ready to, um, you know, explode. But I, I was good. And I didn't tell anybody. And um, I Aww. just loved it. I just loved it. So I was, and I loved you guys too. So um, um, thank oh, you for you having too. me and goodbye to the audience right. too. Thanks for listening to be blather on and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Hit me up online. Right. And there you have it. Thank you so much to Miss Kelly Maroney for having this amazing, fun quarantine chat with me. And thank you so much to you for listening despite all of our quarantine let's say mishaps. <laughs> uh, thanks for checking it out. And I hope to see you at the drive-in for episode two. We've got another fun guest coming up. So yay. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.